Welcome everyone. We've got another exciting episode for the podcast today and this is one that we recorded a couple of weeks ago with our good friend Jerome where we have discussed the state of the nation if you like with Amazon where we touch on mainly German authority VAT and talk it through with you so to give you a greater understanding Uh, this isn't a usual podcast this is just a chat through just some ramblings that Jerome and I were talking through we thought would be really really useful for you guys hope you enjoy it Uh, please remember to leave a review and to, to let us know what you think you can always catch us on social media and be sure to check out expandtotheeu.com that's it from me enjoy the episode and we'll speak soon yeah so German VAT. Um, I mean, we've had quite a lot of customers that are, um, you know, been suspended or, you know, been been put on hold. Um, what was your experience at the moment? Um, so in, in general on on the VAT, the, the amount of uh, information people have is, is really low. Even inside Amazon, uh, I've had people talk, had, who talk to them, they don't have how a VAT works or how what's the link between having an MBA warehouse, PEMU, EFN, all of this and and the link to you know how much you need a VAT when do you need a VAT account, what does it make sense or doesn't make sense. Yeah. And it and I was surprised because it's not it's not rocket science in a sense, no. but it's a, the amount of knowledge shared upon Amazon, but also customers is incredible. And we've had this example where we've worked together with a customer sending his FBA uh, stock in the UK without having a VAT number. And even the transporter said, uh, once the goods were arrived in the UK, so what's your URI number? And, you know, what's your VAT number? I said, well, I don't have, what, what are you talking about? Yeah. He said, oh, well, I can't, you know, clear customs, so, ooh. Uh, so demurrage fees and so on. So it, and then you say and then it's business people who know about business and and that uh, if you're selling as a seller on the marketplace, uh, then you, you need to get into those details. And a lot of people don't don't know about that. And and the cost implication. And all of a sudden they say, "Oh my God, I have to pay that. I haven't sold anything." They say, "Yeah, it's part of the investment of going into." Yeah. So. Um, and that, but that's also part of sometimes the discussions of people when in the business model they want to uh, open as a seller or as a vendor. So, okay, if you're a seller, you need to get into those details of opening a VAT number. If you're a vendor, you're selling B2B, so you don't have to have a, 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 um, a VAT number. Uh, I've seen actually some companies grow and offer their seller account to people. So, okay. If you're not a brand, if you don't want to become a vendor and you don't want to have the hassle of having a VAT number, then you could go through us and we'll do all this VAT stuff for you and we'll, we'll charge. The thing is, the idea of, of having um, a selling on Amazon is have control of what's happening uh, on, on your own sale. So if you go through someone else, it's sort of uh, counterintuitive or something like that. So, when I talk to people, I say it's always best today to own your distribution in the sense of own what's going on. Yeah. So, sure, if you have a service provider who does it for you and does everything you ask, it's it's okay. But sometimes you can't cut corners too much. And if people want to save too much money by selling on Amazon, it's already very cheap. But if you want to go even cheaper, I, 
for me, it's better to try to work on increasing the value of your product and increasing your profit, so to speak, yeah. to be able to invest in such things. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I definitely see that the people that invest in, you know, the, the VAT, yes, because you have to set it up, you have to register, you have to do all of that. The people that actually just invest and put the money up and start ha- making it happen are the ones that succeed. The ones that say, oh, I don't know, it's too expensive, I'm not too sure, are the ones that are unsure on what they're going to do. And therefore, they never succeed because they didn't believe they were ever going to do it in the first place. Um, so that's, that's sort of... Um, we definitely see that the ones that don't invest are the ones that don't last um, so that's the and, and it's Amazon is a kind of thing that's either you're all in or you're not because if it's only listing your products it's uh, I had the same discussion we're going going to China you can list your products on Baidu whatever thing is if you don't spend you know half a million or a million a year in advertising nothing will happen because you know just having your products online doesn't mean you I mean if you're Coca-Cola or Apple could probably could be because your brand name is so big but for anybody else if you're not advertising if you're not pushing if you don't have the right setup if you don't have uh, whatever it takes to be on, on on might as well not really uh, do, do the same if you're not doing it properly. Yeah, yeah, quite right, quite right. So, yeah, yeah I agree. I mean, that, the, for me, the, I mean, the, the the biggest question at the moment is around the German VAT. People are being suspended. You know, we they're being having to register for VAT in Germany to get the tax ID and certificate. You know, that's a that's a big issue for a lot of sellers at the moment. Um, uh, it's really difficult because technically they do not need. To be VAT registered in Germany, like they they don't. Um, they're fulfilling goods from the UK. They're underneath the threshold, so they do not need a VAT number. They but what Amazon wants is the tax ID and certificate. Like that's what they want, and the only way of getting the tax ID and certificate is by get being VAT registered. So we're in this whole sort of quandary where they don't need to do it, but actually, the only way of getting what is required is to go through those steps. Um, so it becomes very difficult for people to work out what to do. Um, so it's- well, and that's probably the bridge with, with Brexit is probably the right way of doing, starting a business in Europe is is to start with Germany and, and set up your, your VAT number in Germany uh, and, and get your business started that way. Uh, and the second thing is probably you will need to also have a VAT number in the UK and, and because anyways those two markets are the biggest Amazon markets by far in, in Europe. Yeah. So you could consider if you have a uh, expectation of doing uh, at least 100,000 in each country that you will eventually need those VAT numbers in both countries. So yeah, it has a cost in, in implication but it seems that uh, I mean um, Europe is is a uh, complicated market, and in these days, and yeah, it's probably in those in this time, uh, probably a good idea to have both countries. Anyway, I tend to, to for my customers say, okay, if you do anything, get start rather with Germany first, and then uh, second step in the UK, uh, and then see what. What, what that happens now if if Amazon the thing is Amazon could ask something and in six months ask something else so if they're asking for it and you you know you can't provide and it, it it's probably a problem when people are doing only five thousand a year or ten thousand a year because then you say 
just for 10,000, does it make sense to invest in the in, in getting a VAT number and doing the reporting because it's it's expensive? Yeah. So that's that's where you have to make a call. Say, okay, do I invest in that market or do you know do I get out of Germany and stop selling there? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's and at the moment to be VAT registered in Germany, the German tax authorities saying it could take up to six months. So they're saying it could take up to six months to be registered. Um, and uh, the cost of accounting in Germany is more expensive because there's more returns to do. So you have to do a monthly return rather than a quarterly return. So actually, there's a lot more involved in the German. And So, I mean, originally, yeah, we, we sort of have gone down the route of registering the UK first. It's the most affordable way of doing it. You can fulfill your goods to the other countries, no problem whatsoever. And for all of our clients who are American, actually, you come straight into the UK. It's an English market. You can get your listings up. You haven't got to worry about translations. You haven't got to worry about lots of monthly returns. You haven't got... So it sort of works. Um, but obviously, with, with the with the impending Brexit that's that's either here, not here, deal or no deal, we'll, we'll find out very soon. Um, you know, uh, actually split your risk if you like is actually a good thing one thing we have suggested to a couple of clients actually is if you know from a Brexit point of view actually the the quickest way of being registered in Europe and the most cost effective way is through Italy at the moment um, because it's, it's it's the quickest way of getting registered it's the it's the probably most cost effective you could have your products in Italy and still ship them to the rest of Europe whilst it's not the biggest market it would be a stopgap should Brexit, we have a hard Brexit and people need to be registered quickly. Um, because the German tax authorities are saying six months, which is ludicrous. Um, whether that happens or not, your guess is as good as mine. Um, yeah, it's, it's strange. Because did they give any supporting information on why it would become six months? Well, originally, I mean, when I mean, obviously, we've done quite a lot of them. You know, originally, it used it was always four to six weeks, so it's always been four to six weeks to get a German VAT registration. However, because of Amazon, mainly we believe, and we don't know that for definite, is that because Amazon have said you need the tax ID and certificate, the number of people that are registering is significantly higher than it ever has been. So therefore, they the team that deals with it just physically can't deal with it at the moment um, so they've had to extend their lead time to make it happen yeah then it's it, it, it has an impact uh, it's probably a temporary thing and then uh, it will totally. uh, it, it's probably only something which will last a certain amount of time and then we'll go back to normal Agreed. Um, totally. it's very difficult to say they, then uh, perhaps the night because there is there are, I know a couple of, of um, sellers in, in Germany which can lend your account or you can have access to your account and it's not that expensive to do so it could be a good way to, to get started if you want to go quicker um, the thing is that if you still want to sell it to Germany you will still have the same issue of if, if Amazon asks for a tax ID uh, for whatever you're selling into Germany you're back to the same issue. So yeah. the thing is, Germany is, is much larger than even Italy spending France together. So yes. that's the problem. Um, it's not like something you could say, okay, I can deal with that Germany. Um, 
then, then you have to factor that into your calculation and probably get started with UK if it goes start quicker. And then you will have to look into and apply as soon as possible to get your documents from Germany. And then at least you know six months starts now rather than in the next in six months where and then you're twelve months away. So I it's probably something where um, you have to look into it and. So, have a discussion with, with my clients is about you know the cost of your goods sometimes um, uh, people are really focused on the price uh, the, the unit price okay you know, if I increase it's really impossible to sell actually not really because on Amazon if, if you do a good job and your ranking is good and your reviews is good and, and everything you, you can sell even you're a bit higher in price so the idea is to say okay if I need to invest in this and that to be able to sell then I'll factor it into my price it's not the idea of, oh I'm going to earn a lot of money but it's just saying okay there are new costs I mean uh, Brexit in, in any way will uh, whatever way it happened it will have and it already has had an impact in, in, totally. in terms of inflation prices will go up anyway because just the cost of doing business cost of living cost of everything will go up yep uh, the cost of products because the customs will have increased because this and that so you, I mean, brands will have to to put that into their pricing, and I don't think that. And the right way of doing business is not always to decrease your prices; to really try to maximize the value for your company to be able to invest. Yeah. Uh, that's that's something where if if it has to be done, it has to be done. Uh, there's no way around it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, look, yeah. I'm going to leave you to it. Thank you very much. You have an amazing day. Yes. You take care you yourself. Take care. Cheers. Bye. Bye. E-commerce expansion myths blasted. Successful cross-border expansion help. Listen to the show to hear how one UK company is helping e-commerce sellers successfully expand into Europe and double their profits. Hosted by Andy Hooper of Global E-commerce Experts.